This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. From Wall Street to the White House, this is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. We can talk to my very dear pal, Grover Norquist, founder and president of Americans for Tax Reform. Grover, welcome. So as we were talking on the TV show, the word tax cut hardly appeared at all in a two-hour Republican debate in the Ronald Reagan Library, for heaven's sakes. Why didn't they all talk about slashing tax rates? I mean, I don't even think anybody said, let's, let's make the Trump tax cuts permanent. I mean, there was nothing here. You want growth? You want to end big government socialism? Lower tax rates. But it didn't happen. Why not? Well, one, the, they didn't ask the question. Uh, uh, the, <laughs> the folks right. running it. Uh, and that happened in, in, in both debates. And Republicans just need to understand that whoever runs the debate, they're doing it because they want to be well-known and thought of as clever. Uh, and that means gotcha questions. It does not mean setting up something where everybody could say, what would your tax plan be? Okay. Mm-hmm. Nobody goes, oh, what a brilliant uh, person that has moderated that debate, because it's all about the candidates, which is what it should be about. That said, there are a number of things that stare people in the eye. Trump and the Republicans wanted to go to 15 percent corporate income tax. It was at 35. It's hard to believe that. But we used to have the worst, highest uh, corporate income tax in the world. Stupider than France is not where you want to be. But we were. uh, And we took that down to 21. That was helpful. That was good. That made us vaguely competitive. Okay, but because we have state uh, corporate income taxes, we're still above China and some of the other countries when we shouldn't be. Uh, We had to take that down to 14. And the reason I say 14 instead of 15 is that Biden had put in a minimum tax at 15. Nobody wants to make that permanent or even give it any credibility. And the European Union wants to have a an OPEC, you know, like a a cartel of tax collecting states. We all agree no one will cut taxes below 15 percent. That's the number they have, 15. So we want to make it very clear. We are not going to let the European Union or Brussels, or France, or anybody tell us what our tax rates are. The British tried that once, and it didn't work out well for them. Mm-hmm. And the other ch- thing here is we want to compete in the world on lower taxes and less costly government regulation. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to compete on. I don't want to compete on lower wages, which is the alternative to reducing the cost of government. You know, all this is so true, uh, and these candidates could have pivoted if they wanted to, but it just, you know, to a tax cutting program. But um, 
None of them saw fit to do it. It's interesting, Grover, you know, at every campaign stop, Trump talks about cutting taxes. I mean, he's saying we're going to extend the Trump tax cuts as a minimum and then go further. So they could have gone, you know, we could have had like a three-point plan. The other thing, you know, you mentioned Europe. Um, They want a digital sales tax or something. And again, we shouldn't allow the Europeans to tax American companies, only, you know, American, America's Congress can tax companies. But that's another one. I mean, they're going after our big uh, tech companies overseas. This is something that the Republicans fought and Trump fought, allowing them to tax our largest and most successful uh, international companies in, in the digital era. And Biden agreed to allow them to tax income of American firms in America in order to be nice so that the Europe, this is why the European the cognizante always says nice things about the Democratic president, because they give away stuff for free and they get irritated when Trump says, you know, perhaps you should pay a little bit for your national defense uh, and perhaps you should not be trying to loot American companies. How about that? And they find that pushy. Um, but Biden, they find very easy to work with because it comes at the expense of American companies. We invent new industries. Europeans invent new taxes. They can keep them there. We don't want them. And Grover, to your point on the TV show uh, last week. Yeah. All the states are cutting taxes. Nobody has pushed this harder or chronicled it better than you have. These state tax cuts, are they're proliferating. Why? Because they're popular. But again, none of the candidates on the stage saw fit to talk about that. Which is funny because a number of the people come from from the states, a number of people running governors, former governors. In Washington, D.C., uh, you know, you, have a, you can't get anything done because the Republicans have the House and the Democrats have the Senate. Any good tax cut doesn't get done. But at the state level, there are 25 states with a Republican governor in both houses or the Republicans have enough votes to override a Democratic uh, veto in uh in a number of states, uh, Kansas and North Carolina and Kentucky, for instance, we have 12 states with Republican governors and legislatures moving to zero. And other states are are moving to a flat rate tax first, and then they want to go to zero. Mm. Georgia and Iowa Mm. will both be at a flat rate tax. They passed the law to do that. Iowa says, by the way, we're going to zero. We're going to come back in January, February and start a plan to go exactly to zero over the next uh, several years. And, in North Carolina, which has been doing it the longest, they've grown every single year that they cut taxes. Not that the economy grows, revenue comes in, and they cut taxes further. It's been very, very helpful, and it's a great model. And again, Arizona is down to 2.5%. They want to go to zero from there. Uh, Ohio's moved to two rates, to down from five, uh, and they're looking to go to one rate and then to, uh, to zero. Uh, Iowa and Nebraska next door both going single rate and then to zero. So we have some real opportunities. I was just talking to the uh, next speaker uh, in Utah. They want to take their rate down uh, as Mm. well. They have a single rate uh, Mm. in in Utah. So this is a winning issue for Republicans all across the country. And the Democrats in New York and uh, California uh, have stopped raising the top marginal tax rate. The politics of envy, Mm. they realize they lose more people and more money, and they have to tell their legislature, Shh, quit, they'll all leave you, idiot. Stop doing this. Uh, 
They haven't started cutting taxes, but they'll get there when the pressure from the red states becomes enough. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I mean, really, again, uh, the candidates on the stage and debate should have talked about this. I mean, they just should have referred to it. I mean, Grover, what's your what's your thinking on the federal level? You've got thirty seven percent top tax rate. Biden tried to go after that in Build Back Better, but he couldn't get it. He did get, as you noted earlier, he did get uh, a corporate minimum tax. Uh, by the way, the the book value of the corporate minimum tax, which makes it even worse. Um, the expensing provisions are phasing down 20%. Uh, that's already begun. So there's plenty of openings for these candidates. But in ter- what is your thinking uh, for reform of the federal income tax? Well, we want to get towards a single rate tax. And one of the reasons it's exciting that there are seven states with no income tax, so that's a flat rate of zero, 12, it has a flat rate. So that's that's uh, 19 states have a single rate tax. Another two are definitely on track to get there. And there are another 10 moving in that direction. So at the state level, it's clear that voters like a single rate tax, a flat rate mm-hmm. tax. The mm-hmm. left acts as if there's some consensus for a graduated or progressive tax. That's just not true. In Illinois, deep blue Illinois, uh, same day that uh, uh, Biden won the presidency by about uh, 16 points, by nine points, people voted down, moving away from their constitutional requirement for a single rate tax. So Illinois said, we want a single rate tax. We don't want to be divided into different groups and mugged one at a time. That's the whole point of a graduated or progressive income tax. You can go, oh, I'm just going to hit these guys. The rest of you pay no attention. Then you come back and you get the other guys one at a time. So what we should move towards it at the federal level. At the federal level, we yes. We should and collapse the, the, collapse yes. the Take the rates down. I mean, I'm just uh, saying, yeah, right. Collapse the, we, collapse the brackets and get the rates down. We had, a 20, as you know, 27% top rate under uh, the Reagan reforms. Bush, unfortunately, broke right. that, and the Democrats have worked their way up each time. Uh, but it cost Bush the presidency. So it could be a little bit of a reminder to people how powerful that issue is. And people don't like high marginal tax rates, even on other people. And small businesses pay the personal income tax. Isn't that important? Yes. Yes. And most most of the money that comes in is from small unincorporated companies, small as in not General Motors. uh, And we need to take that top individual rate down because that is a tremendous uh, boost for businesses that are pastors or subchapter S's where they pay the personal income tax instead of the corporate uh, income tax. So we need to think more about that as a pro-growth tax instead of just a, you know getting rid of the, the hate and envy part of it right. that goes to individuals. It is a pro-growth tax cut. 
All right, that is really key, Grover, that, that, just what you just said. I mean, if you're going to go to a 15% corporate tax, why not seek a 15% income tax, cor- uh, individual income tax, which would be paid by small business. So it's a level playing field, and you'd have terrific incentives uh, to produce. I mean, I think that's something to strive for. Anyway, Grover, I got to run. Grover Norquist, folks, the founder and the president of Americans for Tax Reform. Nobody knows it better or has done it better. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to bring in a golden oldie, my old pal Jim's pet, the Kukas, who's got a new book about the next future for America. I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. Larry Kudlow. 